I missed from Mans and uh, Mans and Me- Buddy Mesh. Yeah, I think in the last three. Oh, we're going to talk about Mons and his lack of um, revealing chest. Oh, fucking Mons! <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> why? Why was you sang the song poorly? And you didn't take off your shirt. It's the two things people wanted. Oh, that, that's why I made the note about Finland, because it was Darude, and Darude came last. Oh, ah, suck it, Darude. Darude was shit, let's be real. Darude was terrible. I was like, at least put in, like, some You know, like a hint of... A little sa- bit of sandstorm. Yeah, sample sandstorm. Yeah. You're the artist. You yeah. Can, you can sample... Yeah, exactly. You don't have to pay yourself anything. Yeah. Hello and welcome to this episode of Great Mates Podcast. If this is your first time listening to us, we are a bunch of young Australians who talk about our lives in Australia, pop culture and the internet, sometimes Ozball, sometimes Eurovision, and that's what we're going to do tonight. I'm Josh and tonight I've got with me, Nick. Hello everybody. And the not-so-bold Bin. Hi. <laughs> it's been a while, hasn't it, Bin? Yeah, it has. It, it has. has it has been quite a while. Uh, I have actual hair now. So, oh, how how is the uh, how is the hair going back? It's um slow. It's very slow. Mm. I, I've everyone's saying, "Oh, it's growing really fast." I'm like, uh, "Is it though?" I want my inst- I want like my curly hair back. <laughs> right now, my hair's just kind of started to like, like start to like, what's the word? Like stand on its own. Fluff I guess. Up? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and the sides of my head are like like growing out fast in the top of my head, so it's like that's really interesting. Annoying. So I have to just have to either I either I just grow it out long and just be like long hair boy, uh huh, or I cut it off. I mean, you, I mean, you could do the Jesus hair. We're we are approaching winter, so it's not like you have <sighs> I any do the Jesus need hair, to haircut. I don't do the Jesus hair. I'm not like long hair is like from my all my friends all my. Male friends with long hair, they just like knowing what they have to go through to maintain it. It's just like, yeah, no thanks. I won't do that. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, anyway, we should probably get started by going through the deep, 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 um, deep pool of shit that was uh, Ozpol over the weekend. So, um, for those of you who didn't realize, we Australia had the uh, federal election. On Saturday, um, as we're recording, mm-hmm. and uh, <sighs> I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, I had a bit of a like a, a mini, ex- oh not even a mini, I had an existential like existential crisis yesterday. Just kind of, I know which is like it's like sounds like an overreaction, and it, and it is, it definitely is an overreaction, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just like. Man, like, what are we, what are we doing? What are we doing, man? Like, uh, how do you lose that? Like, how do you, how does Labour lose that election? Having a leader with the personality of a brick of concrete. Yeah, nobody likes him, which is like sad because like the policy, like the policies that they had are like better. Mm, but I think general. not only not only that, I think it's the way that they communicated those policies. And what yeah. Nick brought up um, a few weeks ago was the, the scare campaign was working. 
Um, oh, that was such a good scare campaign. And it came from Bill just not being able to... Like, oh, I remember there was a big thing at... I think it was the second debate mm-hmm. where he was talking about how he wanted... How Bill Bill said he wanted all cars sold to be electric by 2030 or something. Mm-hmm. And Turnbull was like, do you know how much an electric car costs? And Sean was like, no, but, you know, with this and that, we can bring the price down and... Yeah. And Turnbull was... And, um, not fucking Turnbull. Which one's it now? ScoMo. ScoMo. Fucking ScoMo. There's too many of the cunts. I can never <laughs> yeah, remember who's we've, we've what. Gone through, we've gone through, I think, five litres in the last seven years. No. Last 12 years. At one stage, it was five in five years. Yeah, that was like... That was a couple we, years no, ago. We, so we've gone through seven leadership changes in like like 12 years or something like that. Yeah, It fun is times. ridiculous. It's yeah, not, like, so not Bill doesn't know how much an electric car is yet said... Like, oh, we need cars to be electric, which is true, but Mm. you would need to have subsidies in there. And a lot of money. But also, in classic uh, manner, ScoMo was talking more about Teslas when. Yeah. mm, When when Bill was talking talking about fucking Priuses, exactly. So, but still. If you compare, like, a Prius to a similar-sized petrol car, mm. yeah. there is a there is a substantial price difference. It's not, it's oh, not yeah. a lot, and... But it's like enough to be car- like, eh. Yeah, it, it, it's enough for someone who is on Centrelink payments and whatever, and with the lack of penalty rates now, like... But I suppose Labor was going to bring back penalty rates. Yeah. So there was that, and then there was what else was there? Bill doing some really heavy figures, like some big figures, mm. and then Scomo's fucking lying thing about pensioners will be hit by this. Yeah, uh, yeah. This which a was a blatant like... lie because it wasn't going to touch pensioners at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I'm like. I'm just sad because, like, I was talking to my mate about it. Like, we were, like, we are having, like, this massive, dis- like, a very, like, hypothetical discussion about what will, like, what what realistic, well, not realistic, what will, what we think will be, like, the worst case scenario in, like, the next 30 years. That's why I was having the, like, existential crisis, really. Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking about what is the worst thing that could happen, right? What is, like, the absolute, like, shittiest thing that could, like, we could be doing, right, in yeah. the next 30 years. Um, because I think, I can't remember where I read it, but I read it in a post somewhere where it was talking about how, like, we have, like, only, like, a few years left before we, like, before there's, like, massive irre- uh, irreparable damage done on the earth because of climate change and stuff. And, like through Man, um, that, that was, like, five years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we're exactly, past that right? stage. exactly, exactly, right? So we're at the point where we're, like, okay, we really need to stop, right? We really need to actually figure out a proper, like, climate... Like have a have a proper climate policy in place, and have it where, and this is like the worst part because like, the only way we can really push through climate policies is by like trying to at least somewhat appease uh, big business because like they're the ones with like you know, the biggest footprint, so they're the ones that we got to like you know convince the most, well, right? The the biggest the biggest uh, border 
to solving climate change is at the moment getting people to believe that climate change is actually a thing. Yeah, that's another fucking dumb, fucking dumb, <sighs> fucking, like, it started off with, like, climate change deniers, and now it's gone to flat earthers and anti-vaxxers. Like, fucking, can we just not, can we just stop? Can we just, like, you know, just, like, like, it's okay to doubt science, and it's okay to test science, but, like, this has been tested over and over and over again, and it's always come up with the same fucking result, right? Come on, man. Well, when you have the hottest summers on record, the coldest winters on record in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, a continued intensity and severity and duration of cyclones and hurricanes, uh, yeah, there's definitely something going on there, and bushfires. It's just like... There's, yeah, definitely some shit going down there. Yeah. And when there are... Communities in Louisiana who are lit- who are literally sinking. Well, not sinking. Yeah. The tide's getting them, and yeah. they believe it's an act of God, not actual not climate like change. Climate change, something that we can prevent, something we we could have prevented. We could have. When they're stopped. like, oh, it's, it's you know, it's God's fault. It's God doing it. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. It's like your house is literally underwater. Mm. You ha- you used to have cars. Now you all have hovercrafts. <laughs> yeah, now you all have, like, fan boats. I don't know, man. It's just, like, I just... There's a lot of stuff. And, like, I was talking to my mate, and we are like, just saying, like, it's not that bad. It's not, like... Like, it's bad. Like, liberal being... Like, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Liberal being, you know, elected. There are people with different opinions and whatever. But, in my opinion, it's bad that the liberals have been elected into government. But my mate said it's basically a business-as-usual like election it's not there's no there's no real like the way he put it was radical change i don't think we'd really need like i I don't really i wouldn't really classify what labor was doing as radical change but like it was like enough to be like i want to vote for them kind of change you know Mm -hmm. what i mean whereas like liberals are just basically doing the same old shit they've always been doing and it just it's just i don't know it bothers me that we're not we're not striving for change and i get like i get like the whole, you know, um, the basically in a lot of like, I guess, I don't know how to put it. I don't want to call them uneducated, but like uh, ignorant. Uh, no, that's a bit too harsh. I don't know how to put it. Um, in, in areas that are like not as like, I guess, in touch with politics, mm-hmm. Ospol, politics is basically just a popularity contest, right? Like mm-hmm. that's probably why we saw like, you know, so many um, like, what's I can like... Uh, so many like seats in Queensland and Tasmania go to the Liberals because you know nobody really like like there nobody really likes um, Bill Shorten. Like I was talking well, to I, I was talking to a my lot mate of people are talking. Hmm? Oh, sorry. My, a yeah, lot of talk- people. Oh. A lot of people keep talking about Queensland, and Queensland isn't the issue here. Queensland is always a conservative area. Yeah. Queensland just was Queensland. The biggest, what you need to look at is Western New South Wales, where there is no waterways and how liberal are solving that. Uh, and this is also a state issue. And this also then goes into the state election we had in April. Oh, that's right. Didn't the, we, didn't the liberal We have party... areas, how, how the liberals are trying to deal with a lack of water is by moving fish populations downstream 
by aerating streams that are already dead or by ignoring it. Like, these things do not work. You've got fucking Barnaby a couple years ago talking about fucking carp, and I, Barnaby's doing a really good fucking job of killing carp, but he's also doing a good job of killing every other fucking fish in those waterways. I don't know, man. Like, I don't understand how, like... So, just, like, on top of that, like, my other point that I keep on making is people are going on about Queensland. Yeah. Tasmania lost just as many seats to the Liberals Liberals. as Queensland did. Mm. And Tasmania is the birthplace of Bob Brown, the the leader of the Greens for so long. Yeah. Now, Tasmania is going to bend and change and whatever, and you're going to have conservative and liberal, small-L liberal people. I don't know. I'm just, like, surprised at the... I'm surprised by the lack of change. Like, nothing happened in WA. Mm. Which is sad, because, like, we, I felt... I don't know, I felt a sense of urgency when I voted. I felt a sense of urgency of, like, I need to vote for a... a, a in my opinion, at the, the, my, at the, right now, at the like, forefront of my mind, I want to be, like, upfront about who I voted for, because I think that's... For me, that's just how I am. Like, I get, like, I get people who don't like to, like, talk about that kind of stuff, but I want to be upfront about who I voted for. Um, I, I voted for uh, uh, the Greens this time around, because mm-hmm. I wanted to really... Because the, like, the thing that was at the front of my mind this whole election season was, uh, was like, we really need to fucking fix... Like, we need to do something... We need to have proper climate policy, right? We need to have an actual, like, like, real plan in place. Not just, like, hocus-pocus, right? Like, we need actual... We need legitimate action. We need it now, right? And we're not going to get that through... And unfortunately, we're not, probably not going to get that through, like, liberals. Like, definitely we're not getting through, through liberals. I'm just convinced. Um, but we're also, like... And, like, Labour... You know, there's at least more of a chance with Labor to to actually try and get the like something through the fucking House of Representatives, right? And then the Greens are obviously like their main thing is fucking um, climate, right? So yeah, I voted like I voted that way, and I was just I felt this sense of urgency, and I kind of like everyone that I had, I had, and I guess this is kind of my own fault for like being naive enough to really believe in the echo chamber that I like fucking live in. Mm-hmm. But oh no, man! That echo chamber is not just an echo chamber. Bill woke, Bill woke up at a dollar eight to take this election. By the time the the polls closed in WA, he was eight dollars to to win the election. I just, I just don't understand how. Like, I just, I don't know. I felt this. Me, me, and all my friends and everyone that I talked to, even no like, one understands. <laughs> even all my strange, like all the strangers that I talked to mm-hmm. on like at like when I go out and stuff, and we're like, I, I don't know. We, it's, I don't know. It's like a random topic. Sometimes we just talk about random shit, right? But like people, I like people I meet and stuff. We generally like when we talk about politics. Like the first thing that comes up is usually is usually climate. Like right now, it's. Climate change and then like human rights, like they're like the two biggest mm-hmm. things, right? And like at the forefront of my mind is climate change, and I really want, I just I don't want to be living in a like a fucking future where like, you know, we've fucked, we've basically fucked over like the planet to like a point where it's like inhabitable. You know, yeah, I mean, my I was having this discussion with my best mate again, like yeah, during this whole fucking thing. We're like talking about like if. If we just don't, if we just keep ignoring it, which is possible, 
It's a, it's which is not, what's going to happen for the next three years. Yep, definitely. In at least in our country, like if we keep ignoring it, it's like, well, in the next thirty years, if everyone's still ignoring it, like, what's like, what's the future then? Like we were talking about how basically, like humanity will probably break before the climate breaks, probably, but also like. It was like it was, just, it was. To be fair, it was like a really weird conversation. We like went from like, from like aspirations to like, um, being really pessimistic about like we're probably not going to be able to see those through because we're going to have to be dealing with a mass cleanup of some kind. Um, and then we're like talking about like, okay, well, if there if there was like, essentially an apocalyptic event where, um humanity like we've run out of resources we don't know what to do we have literally nothing left right like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do then right i don't know yeah this is like we were like went down this really weird rabbit hole so like, <laughs> i understand if people are like well that's not gonna fucking happen it's you know it, and that's you know very possible that's not gonna happen hopefully in the next three years we um we elect someone who's actually you know climate conscious and like is generally like up for the challenge of like you know committing to climate you know um to climate control climate control or like you know you know what i mean like helping with that kind of stuff Mm -hmm -hmm. moving to like a sustainable future essentially yeah i will say um so i got called up i think on thursday um by the AZ to do counting and so i um spent most of election night counting pre-poll um and I guess the the very interesting observation um that I found was because obviously I'm sitting around a table with I don't know another six or seven other people who are counting and it just struck me as I was I along with one other person were probably the only two that really knew the process mm. and by that I mean like how government works what is the structure how voting works and yeah. I okay. and I am probably the second youngest person at that table counting votes. So it's wow. it's really interesting to see how I guess it's not it's not apathy but it's more um willful ignorance I'll call it especially in a lot of the older generation mm-hmm. about understanding the process of government and how the Australian brand of democracy actually works in terms of process. And I, yeah. And I think, you know, um, the, the whole thing with Queensland is it's, it's Queensland. We are a traditionally, um, conservative state and it's very evident in terms of, uh, looking at our levels of government. But what's really interesting is we will never, usually it's, uh, we will never have the same party in all three levels um, of government. So we'll usually have one um, the other way around. Uh, but in terms of Queensland, this is this was a, you know, it, it, it's disappointing. But again, it's it's Queensland. We. Oh, look, look at Adani. Yeah. Like there were people protesting for a mine. And people, people have since brought up that, cool, so Adani is going to have 2,000 jobs and he's going to kill a reef that provides at least 20,000 jobs. Mm. Yeah. So, again, I think this is just people, and this goes against what many people say, but I think it's a lot of people who are thinking locally, not globally. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's very much, Australia has mm. this very much narrow, insular focus in terms of, 
um, I don't care what's happening outside my immediate community. So um, those issues don't necessarily matter to me. And that's why I think mm. we've seen a, that pattern repeat across the state. What I think, it, I think that's like, I that think, is also how our voting system for the lower house is set up. Yeah. You are voting on local on issues. Local, yeah. mm-hmm. I and think, then that's another problem I have with, like, I was disappointed to not have an independent candidate for the House of Reps because of that. Mm-hmm. All the pamphlets I got from both Liberal and Labor were saying were f- um, federal national matters. And yep. I was like, well, I'm not voting for Bill Shorten. I'm not voting for Scott Morrison. I'm, yeah, voting, I'm voting for, for a local seat. So tell me what you're going to do for my area. Tell mm. me how you're going to make it so I can go to TAFE to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Ma- yeah. Tell me how you're going to whatever. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's another thing that we like. It's kind of, yeah, that's kind of true where it's just like, I, I don't really know. Like the only people that I really know in my um. Oh wait, no. I, you know, I don't know. I actually really don't know anyone in my local seat of government. I know that I'm in the Holt electorate, and that's it. That's all I know. All I know is that I'm in an electorate, and I know that I'm voting for a party for that electorate, and that electorate mm-hmm. equals like a seat or whatever, right? But like, I'm not. I don't know what these members are doing for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know who they are, and I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like you know. There's there's a point to be made where maybe try a local campaign where it's going to be it's probably going to cost way more money or it is going to cost way more money because you're, you're basically advertising each individual candidate right in mm-hmm. each individual local area yeah but i feel like that it, it's a more effective or well, yeah more more effective um way of i guess communicating federal issues but putting them on a local scale saying how will climate change affect local business? How will um, education reform uh, affect the community? How will um, you know such an, like how will like how will this member of parliament bring in uh, more jobs? Um, that kind of stuff, right? On like a local level, then people might start listening, possibly. Yeah, that that that's fair. Um, and again, it's just like. It's just very, um, I guess, also another observation I put out, I think, um, just with a lot of the pre-poll stuff, what's happened is, you know, how many, so f- I, I believe the AEC reported something about, something along the lines of like 4 million pre-poll? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, 30% is what I heard. Mm. That's a lot. Which is, which is remarkable. And that and that speaks a lot to either again Nick and I brought this up a few weeks ago is like either people have made up their mind um, really early on in a, even before the election um, yeah. period started or you know other things like commitment to you know if they have jobs or you know they're going away and those sorts of things they want to do that mm. um, and everything that has come up since you know think about how many. Um, big two party um, candidates had had to resign from some sort of scandal. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. And just all of those things. I, I mean, you know, it's interesting for me. It's interesting having to see, be a part of the process as well to do the votes because um, 
you you get to I guess also um I will say this. Unfortunately there were no dicks um drawn on the ballot papers, which is a real Aww. shame. Um but there were a lot of apathetic I guess a far more a greater number of apathetic b- voters that said something along the lines of none of these fucks or those sorts of things. So it's also right. pretty disappointing. Um but I think yeah, there's like another I guess problem is like there's no faith in politicians. Yeah. Which I understand because mm. like and I the, mean their whole the whole job is to essentially keep power. In order to do that they make a lot of empty promises. Yes. Um but like at the same time that's I don't think that's like enough to be like okay, fuck fuck politics. Mm, like mm-mm. there's there are like how do I put it? Basically like I'm trying to think of a way to like word it. Basically I like I understand I understand the the point of making false like fake promises and like to get like votes and stuff but mm-hmm. I also like it's kind of at this point in time I, f- I feel like it's a necessary evil unless we get a, like unless we get a politician who comes out and just says look I can't promise anything here's what I want to do kind mm-hmm. of things right and I feel like that's like that'll be a long more, way to wait <laughs> yeah not only that but it's also like being that honest and earnest is probably not going to win you the votes Purely no. because you it, it don't you don't sound as like authoritative like authoritative <laughs> you don't have that authority right you don't sound like you have um you don't you don't know what you're doing there's exactly there's more doubt in terms of um, questioning leadership and all those sorts of things if you don't if yeah you, you need to be I guess yeah I I, I understand it's a necessary evil. Yeah. Um, when it comes to that, and I think it, yeah, and I think that's like a, a something that a lot of people don't understand, and I get it because like it's just I don't know. I, I feel like um, look at what they at least want. Like look at what they're promising, right? Mm-hmm. And at least even though you, you might know in the back of your head that most of these probably won't come go go through. Four years is not a lot, like a lot of time. In all honesty. Especially in in politics, it's not four years of barely anything, right? Mm-hmm. Four, three, or three years really. In our case, three years is barely anything, and like, like, and it, there's a high probability that a lot of things that they promise are not going to go through. But at least look at, at least take them, at least take them, like, and and get them, give them the benefit of the doubt, and be like, okay, this is what they at least want to, want to try and do, right? That way, I, I, maybe I should vote that way, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't really be like, fuck politicians, they don't do anything for us. Like, I understand the sentiment, but at the same time, unless you want us to, like, break down into complete, like, anarchy, like, you you know, fucking vote. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's the thing. And I, yeah, um, and to go back to the whole thing about this um, shift back to blue, I guess, in terms of Queensland and Tasmania, um... I know I've seen a few people on um on Twitter and and they make the the correct point it's like don't use don't use Queensland as a scapegoat for you know the failings of people who lean towards labor or green for not communicating with other people in their community and changing traditionally blue seats mm. I, and and I, I fully agree with that. It's like, you don't just blame Queensland for changing two seats. You could, I mean, the, 
you know, particularly the urban communities, like you guys shouldn't have to um, use use us, Queensland Estate, as a scapegoat for yeah. Your your also, you know, you guys also have to take responsibility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like yeah, and that's like another part of the conversation is just like mm. we we are as a country. I think very like. I think we're kind of lying to ourselves, really. Mm. Like, we want to think that we're progressive. We want to think that we're multicultural. We want to think all this kind of stuff. But, but we're not. In in reality, we're not. We really aren't. Like, it's taken me a long time to kind of start realizing where, uh, where like, the racism is in our country. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Because I think I've only ever, like, had one encounter where it's, like, I've, like, blat- someone's blatantly been racist to me. And that's, like happened when I was in, like on my way home from from work uh, from school like years ago mm-hmm. but other than that like it's, I've never like it it took me some real like searching to kind of figure it out and it's it's very subtle in Australia like it's so subtle right yeah. and then I guess I guess now yeah, like like, hmm? like we, we do have to pulling hands going yeah. around oh god don't yeah, remind like, me but like I think now like people are kind of um, the what's the word? They're kind of being Im- uh, emboldened to mm-hmm. like um, express their, in my opinion, uh, like shitty views <laughs> and and shitty like thinking, like ways they think. Yeah, and I kind of that kind of does contribute to you know they kind of spread hate and that contributes to what we saw. Mm-hmm. You know, in especially in urban communities like. But at the same of... time, Sydney mm. is fairly blue and is mm. and is well, urban. And I, and I think like being being in Melbourne, like you you are the only. Yeah, I'm lucky. I'm lucky in the sense that like you're, you're the only like state ultra... with we're, a yeah. greens with a green lower rank. house. Yeah, yeah. We're like we've yeah. always. I think it's been greens for like the last two elections, right? Last two three elections. Something yeah, like two, that, yeah, two or three. Mm. Yeah, like it's been a while. Like we've we've like had a green seat for like forever. From like from what I can remember, so like I'm super lucky to be living in what is a fairly liberal state, right? Like say liberal, fairly left leaning, f- fairly left leaning state, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm lucky. Um, you know, had I lived in Sydney, maybe I would have you know experienced different things. But for now, it's like I'm you know I'm not saying like I'm just saying like I think it's I'm just saying like uh, it's it's like. People are now becoming kind of more emboldened to express their views that are, in many cases, problematic. Yeah. And they express that through the vote. Mm. They express that through, you know, li- li- literally taking it to the streets. Like, Yeah. And and I guess what, what we have to do is just um, mm. continue to... Um, fight the good fight. Yeah. Essentially. Um... But anyway, we should probably start wrapping up this part we, of the conversation. We, we can yeah. we can um, close it off with us all laughing at Palmer for spending sixty to eighty million dollars oh, yeah. to get How nowhere. How insane is that? How insane is that? <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm surprised it was you. only double digit millions. I thought it was going to be triple digit millions. Honestly, uh, like I th- I swear to God, they were trying to get the brown vote in my area because like. Oh, don't uh, worry. I saw. I saw. Um, there were like so many brown. Like there were so many like Sings and like, um, like Indian like last names yes, on the fucking yes, yes. like 
under their names. I'm like, excuse me. Mm, and then the, mm. the the girl who like handed oh. me the how to vote thing was was also like brown. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> why am I? Why is my own race turning against me? <laughs> Where I went to vote, I think we only had how to votes from Labor, Liberal, and One Nation. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, we had, um, I think it was, it was, it was Labor, Liberal, uh, UAP, and, uh, someone else, I can't remember. Oh, Greens, it was Greens, it was Greens. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, Palmer went down, like, down, was down, he even trying, whatever. Was he even trying he, to He could have used that fucking money to pay his workers. He could have, but, but no, he didn't. he's gonna waste it. <laughs> What was he even trying to accomplish? I don't understand. He wanted to get back into the Senate. Oh. Yeah. Well, did he get kicked out? Yeah. Why? No. No, he didn't get kicked out. Well, he did get kicked out. Yeah. No, he just didn't. So we had the double disillusion election and he just didn't win a seat. Oh, and he was was salty. He got done by the double disillusion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got salty. So, wait, wait. And he was also salty before that when all these senators left him. Which which party? Palmer United. No, but before. Oh, it was right. PUP. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so once he, was, he left. United, then left, and then started the United Australia Party, mm-hmm. which was a previous, which was the name of a party previously that did actually have prime ministers. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it, yeah it's that classic, just take a name of an ex-party, and I'm surprised he didn't go with the Whigs. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Dear, yeah, anyway. Also, mm-hmm. silver lining, Tony <laughs> Abbott and Fraser Anning. Don't have seats anymore. So. <laughs> That's great. I Praise. I mean, you know, the small, the small wins. Yeah, we take 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 comfort in the small. Victory. Take comfort in the small wins, but let's. <laughs> yeah. Get however, to... Barnaby. Yeah, fucking Barnaby and. Oh, hey, uh, George Christensen. Jesus Almighty. Oh, oh man, I had a okay. I had this, this is girl that I like. I'm like now. I've like slowly like not even slowly I've just distanced myself from this person now and I don't know why I still have them on Facebook and Snapchat but I do. Um, they were like like posting really like right leaning shit and like it's okay to express your opinion. I get it. That's fine. I'm not gonna hate on you for that, right? What I was hating on was the fact that she was like trying to like shove it down people's throats and like force it on people. And then um, after like the the one thing that made me really mad was like she basically was like really happy about the. Um, the liberal victory, and I'm like, okay, cool, whatevs. This is, but this was like, like 24 hours after she made a really like shitty comment about abortion, and I was like, mm, you're not a good person. <laughs> yeah, but the same way, I'm also sick of the left leaning people trying to do the same. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, yeah. like both sides, both sides of politics are like fucked. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to be like. I think I'm. To be fair, it's probably purely because I'm I'm like-minded in a sense. But I, I'm I'm happier to be, um, within like someone being very left-leaning and pushing out on me than I am someone being right-leaning. Because like, <laughs> I guess it also is comes down to the fact that I am a minority, uh-huh. and left and left-leaning politics generally, you know, favors us. Um, what? Um, but also like. Like I'm like like, you know I have like there are a lot of policies that in left in like left leaning politics that I ascribe to right. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I not to say that I'm like like left wing fucking, you know 
Antifa piece of shit. I'm just like I'm center left. Like that's just that's just how I've leant, leant for like the last few years. And that's it. Hmm. Anyway, anyway, you had something before Eurovision. Me, yes. Oh, um, yeah. I'm like, this is like kind of sad, but like not really that bad. But like, but um, this is bar. This is like event bar that I used to. Oh, like, okay. That I go to mm-hmm. called Beta Bar in Melbourne, and that's like the dopest. It's so good. We went. I went last weekend, last Friday, and I'm going again this Friday. It's the last week this Friday. Um, yeah, and it's like. It's just really sad, because it's like, it's been going for five years. I wasn't there from the start. I was there, like, I think, I started, like, to, I started going, like, three years ago? 20, 2017, so two years ago. I went, I went in 2017, so two years ago. And, like, man, that was so much fun, man. Like, we went, and we did, like, some, there's just, like, a lot of memories that I have there. There's, I didn't go that often, but I went often enough. Um, It's just, like... It's just like there's no other really like there's no other like like thing or event or like uh, bar that's like quite like beta bar. Or it's just like really like it just really does focus in on like the nerds and like the geeks and stuff. And yeah, it really the, like the one in Sydney. I think I'm not sure if they're closed, but they were certainly having trouble. Yeah, beta bar. Yeah, it's sad. It it started off as like a PAX after party, and now it's like oh, it what it, it was. <laughs> Um, that turned into like a weekly party essentially, and just where like nerds could pretty much come and cosplay, um, and like play like video games and stuff, and get drunk and like dance and do trivia. And it was just like really nerdy and great, and I fucking love it. But I'm sad that it's closing down because like I don't know, just like yeah, there's not like no, there's not many spaces and not many like events like quite like Better Bar because like. As someone who's been to, like, not so much to say clubs, but I've been to, like, bars, and I've been to, like, I've been to, like, like you know, you know what I mean, right? Anyway, point being, like, it's it's the only place i found where it really, like, has, like, a super, like, welcoming atmosphere for people who um, don't necessarily like going to clubs and to bars and to whatever else kind of nonsense. It's very, like... Like, it's, like, it doesn't matter what you're into, just calm down, you know? Mm-hmm. Have fun. We'll play, like, if you don't want to, if you don't want to dance, that's fine. You can play Mario Kart, you can play Super Smash Bros. You can play literally any of the, like, hundred like, not hundreds, but, like, any of the other games that they have on, um, you know, there. There's a lot of fighting games, there's a lot of, um, we played, <laughs> played Just Dance, that was pretty fun. Um, there's, like, Rock Band out every week. Ah, oh, man. I don't know, it's just, this is a good place, man. And I'm I'm upset that it's going, but yeah, that's that. That's mm. all I wanted to talk about. I want to pay homage to Beta Bar because <laughs> it's just I don't know, man. It's just like and and it's like a Swinburne institution, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's like a classic. If you're if you go to Swinburne and you're a nerd, you should go to Beta Bar because like everyone loves it. Mm. Okay. Now. um... We're going to get into the fun part of today's episode. So, I'm scared. What? <laughs> we okay. To, as a disclaimer, we will not be entering into like an almost two-hour discussion of Eurovision this year. Um, we're going to do a little bit of an abridged version, and um, 
for those of you that may have seen, um, I guested on um, another podcast which was released last week um, for, uh, you know, doing a quick debrief um, on the day after Eurovision. Dear Lord, that was insane. But thank you to um, Chris and Christy at The Washing Up for having me on their podcast about um, this year's contest. Um, so, Nick, how did you feel about this year? Um yeah, just just overall. This year was kind of... It was still fun, but it just... It was kind of sour, I suppose, from a background of it being in Israel and people not being too happy with Israel for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. And then just... There not being many acts that just, like, stood out dramatically. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that by the voting Jesus. for the final. We'll get which, we'll get to the voting. Which yeah, we'll get there. But <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was still fun. And I watched semi two and the grand final live, mm-hmm. and that brought some interestingness with it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it was a very mm-hmm. not. I can't only really say predictable because I didn't predict it, but uh-huh. the the actor that was favourite ended up winning, which isn't regular. Yeah, that and is that's true. Yeah, like usually the the favourite will be up there, but for a blatant win, yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. I don't know, like. It, it it was a flaming shitstorm, but I guess, and again, you're right. It's like this year you really got to see what happens when no, there wasn't really an act that was a standout. And by a standout, I mean, you look at previous times like, um, Kachita and, um, her act, his act as well. It's just like, look at how, yeah, everything was sort of like, average or slightly above average in terms of yeah yeah and there was like in in other years you have like five acts where you're like Super i don't strong. know which act to pick yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, but they're all all those five acts will be very uh unique when this year yeah. nothing was really unique mm, mm. like I, there were many acts where i was like That sounds like three other Eurovision songs from the last five years. (laughs) Or, I mean, the fact we had three three return performers from 2016 alone Uh really says something. Yep. Mm. That's true. And um, how do you feel about... We'll talk about this now. How do you feel about the Netherlands winning... Um, as a Dutch boy, I'm happy for it. <laughs> yes, of course. Like, like, yeah, it's it's good to kind of like feel what it's like when you're like, oh yeah, my country won. <laughs> but did you? Did and, you? And I guess did you like the song? The more I think about it, the more I'm like pretty good with that song. Okay, okay. Because I um I was talking to um an internet friend of mine um hi Tim if you're listening um I'm going to throw you under the bus right now uh, we were just talking about um you know his thoughts on it 
I I didn't you know I didn't really feel strongly either way in terms of it was an average yeah. song for me. Um, oh yeah, the, the song does not bop. No, it's it's not a bop, unlike some other songs which we'll get into. Um, but you know, I can't really be mad. I guess. I mean, it was just. Um, I will say the way that they did the voting, um, the reveal of the oh, vote, so much better this year. Was so much better this year. I get it. Really did so add tension. Better. And but, I, I I said that from the first year. I'm like, this is just like it seems inevitable. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, but also the the reveal on Germany was oh, oh poor Germany. You deserved uh, it. But, no, no, they oh, they Germany. definitely did deserve it. I think they deserved less jury votes. Let's be honest. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Germany doesn't even try anymore. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, Germany me. hasn't tried since they won, which was <laughs> must. Has it has it been at least fifteen years? I think it was twenty ten. Oh, huh, twenty ten. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Hmm. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. Um. But also, maybe, mm-hmm. well, maybe two thousand and nine, and then uh, and then the repeat was twenty ten. Oh, they won twice in a row. No, the performer came back to perform. Oh, 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 so that so they contested the year after they won. Okay, and failed dramatically. <laughs> mm. They went down like a ton of fucking bricks. Uh, twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Yeah, twenty ten was apparently Norway. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, no, they won twenty ten. That's why they yeah, got to host yeah. twenty eleven. My bad. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Tim also didn't really understand why he liked the song. I, I guess from the beginning he was just like, "Oh yeah, I like it." Um, it's just I don't know. Yeah, I was expecting a more a less moody song, <laughs> if I can put it that way. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, oh, okay, but you know, the the world's a ton of fucking flames at the moment, mm. so so some mood is definitely. Actually, talking about mood, fucking Mahmood with his mood. Oh, oh my god! Oh, that fucking mood. What was it? I Soldi. I want to die or whatever. I don't want to live in this world. Oh I'm, god! I'm trying to that fucking screen. I like th- that is some props for that screen. Yes, yes. I will. I will say though, I did enjoy the almost like infinity display, um, and um of this year's stage production. Uh, it can't really the same can't really be said for the quality of editing. Uh, <laughs> oh, fucking mm. hell! So I heard about Norway in the semi two. Care to share? No, that was in the finals. Oh, in the finals as well. That that was. Oh, I only heard about it in the finals. So they may have done semi two as well. Yeah, I heard. Okay, so what I heard from um my guest spot was that apparently Semi 2 also... Uh, the jury show, I believe, um, for Semi 2. Oh, the jury show. Yeah, the jury show. So what happened was um, the... So when the fat, bald guy that sings the baritone, at his part, they were cutting to a different person and vice versa. When the other person was singing their part, they cut to him. Um, oh, okay. And then the jury said, uh, can we get a replay? Uh, production said no. <laughs> 
<laughs> what I heard is during the finals, they cut to... Oh, what was it? They just cut to like a random spot on the stage or a cameraman running away. It, it shows there being so many terrible, so much terrible camera work that I can't, rem- I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And but the, mm. So, and then the representatives, well, not, not the representatives, the management of Norway said, can we get a redo? Yeah. And Israel said, uh, production like, said no. Said no. Oh, God. Um, but also, like... Which, because I suppose if they get, gave it to that, they would have had to give it to every act. Yes, that's true. I think the only actor they didn't fuck up was Australia because it was just one angle and heaps of CGI. <laughs> that's but. true. Um, no, actually, there would have been two. No, wait. Was there only one and it was Spider Cam? No, there oh, must there have may been, have been two. A, no, no, there, there may have been, been like been a close-up. Yeah. I think I there don't were know. two. Australia, Australia had really basic camera work. Yes. But- Really oh. fucking amazing stage. Mm, and and thank God we won the staging, I guess. Um, but yeah. Um, Expensive, though. You know, but it, I, you know, for me, it's like... When, when you're self-financing your stage... Yes. That's impressive. That is very impressive. And I have to give... If you pull it off. I mean, you know, top 10 is nothing to sneeze at, especially. Oh, oh yeah. In in terms of like how many contests have we been in, um, so far five. As a competitor, uh, yeah, five, five, right? Yeah, and it's like you know I have to give all the props to Kate Miller Heike and her state incredible staging team because, like that transition from her, um, static, with a Dementor, at the back for a selection, to this stage where it's her and two um two others framing her on either side it was just so much it just made that song so much more impactful for me um, yeah i really hated the stage design at australia decides mm-mm-mm. and I, it was just yeah, yeah nothing yeah and i guess that's the thing i guess to keep in mind when we do australia decides again i guess is that it's it's a concept and it's not going to be that um concept for the Eurovision um, entry yeah. anyway. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. Like the, the um, was it Dan- was it Denmark? So Denmark's selection had, I think her, the, at the entry or whatever, um, the show where they select their entry, they had the chair rising from underneath or something. Or she was on like a platform and she ascended that way. Um, and they obviously changed it because staging, they couldn't have a massive chair rise from the ground. Um, so yeah. Um, other best acts I would, um, I'll ask. What, do you, what else? Was um, there? I thought Spain was fun. Oh, yeah. Spain was definitely like the Moldova, um, of this year. <laughs> um, that was he would that was like the cell drawing type thing, right? Spain. Now Spain was the like apartments. They were like in a cube of like six six squares. Yeah, yeah, it was like three by two. Yeah, three by two. Like two stories. Um, yeah. But they but the way that they um designed it, it looked like cell shading. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was very two D. With the weird right? robot. With the weird um 
mannequin-esque Scaffold thing. robot, Matt. <laughs> and they just cut to it at random times. Yeah, you know, as you do. Um, for me, that was, like, the, the, the real fun... I guess that was a real fun song. But, like, Moldova, as I tweeted out, would never make... Never break top five. And it was disappointing that he... They, what place did they get? I don't think that he broke top 13. I've only got the top 10 with me. I will and go on to Wiki. Yeah, not in the top 10. Yeah, he didn't make top 10. That was disappointing. Spain was 23. Like, come on. 23? <laughs> no, I'm reading the wrong year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was disappointing that he didn't break, like, even halfway. Other other weird songs. I mean, I, I mean, you know, in your opinion, best songs that I liked Poland. Poland was definitely uh, a rob. Mm, 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 mm. Poland deserved to be in the grand final more than um, creepy old guy San Marino. Um, it was very K-poppy, um, and like the K-pop that sort of can work and could have probably. Uh, been a strong contender in the grand final, but yeah. Uh, worst songs. I mean, we've already covered Germany and how shit they are. Should we also talk about how crap um, the UK entry was this year? Not crap, just disappointing. Disappointing how? It just like it was nothing. Yeah, that's true. Like and it just had no substance. It was. It was weak. He was very air. weak. Yeah. Um. Even when even um in that playlist, the initial playlist that they put up, where they showed him at the selection, the UK selection show, um, I I found him like he was doing too much Christina Aguilaring of a song to make it to yeah, yeah. make it have yeah. any more substance, <laughs> and that carried through to final, and I didn't like it. What else? What else would you say is a uh? I thought Russia was disappointing for sure. In terms of overall? Well, you definitely compare it to the original, like the 2016 performance he had. Uh-huh. And that was fun. And, well, yeah, yeah, it was fun. It wasn't interesting, but it was mm-hmm. fun. This one was just kind of, just didn't work. Like, mm. th- there were bits there that did stuff, but it just didn't glue together well. Yeah, that's fair. It was a jigsaw where the piece that had been kind of sanded down a bit, so they fit so together, they but it's fit. just a bit too loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, should we talk about North Macedonia? I mean, I don't have much to say about them, except that they Apart got my from vote the voting for worst dressed. Just how, how much they were able to pull from jury. Oh, the, the jury vote, yeah. Um, because they ended up with a lot of jury votes. And I was very surprised. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I guess um, there were two songs as well that I found were underrated, oh my in my opinion, is um, the Greek entry as well as the Cypriot entry. Um, like, replay, yeah, should have, replay should have scored higher, let's be real. Hmm... <laughs> It was too similar to Cyprus last year, which is why I liked it. Because I was like, Cyprus yeah, it, it, was fun last Fuego year. it's Fuego again. But... We're doing Fuego again. But, like, it, it it should not have taken 15th place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should have bust. Like, At least... So, like I said, I got the top 10 here. 
Fucking. I didn't like. So, I didn't like. So the, Swiss the, the top ten was the top ten was uh, Netherlands, Italy, Russia, Switzerland, Norway. Actually, Norway. Yeah, kick Norway, Norway. out there for Cyprus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweden could have. Sweden scored a bit too high. Yeah. However, I do feel sorry with the new voting structure. I did feel sorry for him when they were like, "And you haven't won." Yeah. But also that that's how voting goes. Mm-mm-mm. Oh my god, I'm getting tired. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes, I totally uh, understand and care about what's going on. <clears throat> <laughs> you haven't been paying much attention to your vision, uh, have you? I've been on my phone. I went oh, to go, I went outside, got a, you know, took a call. <laughs> <sighs> Classic, classic bin. Um, also, yeah, uh, Darud coming last. Uh, Wait, what? Darud. Fin- he represented Finland with another <laughs> artist, but he scored last in their semi. Thank God. Um, well, who? Okay, wait. Why was Madonna there again? I'm so confused. Oh, we'll, we'll get to Madonna that. was there for no reason whatsoever. Well, maybe, you know, to highlight the benefits of Kabbalah. Kabbalah. Um, the Jewish... Um, the, the the denomination of Judaism she follows. Uh, Wait. <laughs> yes. We, we can transition to Madonna now. Mm. Madonna is my thing would be. Yeah, you didn't know. Madonna's a lot of I things. Did Madonna is a lot that. of things, but she's a she did a shitty job <laughs> at Eurovision. So, Quite. so the two song the two songs she sung were like a virgin. No, nope, like a prayer. Like a prayer. <laughs> not, not like a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> like a I can't virgin. Fucking, I can't remember. I mean, she ain't she ain't like a virgin, mate. Not anymore. She's a material girl. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. What I was yeah. all about that. I had to make the joke. Like a prayer and her new song that with has Quaver. That has uh, auto-tuned rapping from Madonna. Oh, oh. Does that make? Hold on. Does that technically mean if? Okay, so if she's Jewish, that technically means though that she's Israeli. No. 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 Then why was no, she Vanilla. there? Why the fuck was she there? No reason. Why was JT there two years ago? Money. True. Money, 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 money. True. Yeah, $1.4 million of money. Lol. It's okay, sure. So, it's so true. the controversy that the film clip of Like a Prayer had when it was released, why have her sing that song and take her to Israel where there's some shit going down well, there's always been shit going down there. Yeah, but that's why take a situation. controversially religious song to an area that's in the middle of a very difficult religious situation? Mm. I don't know. And that religious situation turned around and bit at the song contest in the ass. Oh yes, when she tried to marry Israel and Palestine. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What? She tried, so she had, so first at the end of Like a Prayer, she killed all her backup dancers, then revived them in the future, and then married them all off as they trust felled off the stage out of you. What the f- And the last two people to be married had the flag of Israel and the flag of Palestine on their back. No. (laughs) Wait, she wasn't a contestant, was she? No. No. No, she was an interval act. Why? There There was an act, however, Iceland, that also got in trouble for having Palestinian flags. Why? Just don't. Like, just don't. 
Just don't. Well, I get Iceland because they were controversial to begin with. BDSM medal. Yes, but uh, I was there cool. for I was there for the BDSM medal. Like, go check that out, Benaya. It's it's go fine. Check out the BDSM it's I definitely will. Um, no, um, um, what I'm what I'm what I'm was gonna say. I'm really tired right now. What I was gonna say was like, I feel like if you're gonna do this, like political shit, like just just try and like do it in a tasteful way. That makes sense. Yes. Well, with with Israel, there's no real tasteful way to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, I mean, like, there's just, like a lot of Iceland was more tasteful stuff. than Madonna was. Yeah, that's true. I will give because I will give Iceland, her party that. They just were protesting. Yes. Madonna literally tried to end a war with marriage. Yeah, let, let's not Madonna try. Let's not. This isn't the 17th century. This isn't. <laughs> nor is this. Nor is this 1930s Middle East. You can't, yeah, you can't end wars by marrying people anymore. No, that's not how that works, and that's not the ideal situation either. I would have liked to have seen the Cold War end that way, though. <laughs> oh, my how. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe in a in a film of some kind. Um, but, yeah, um, I will say I did enjoy, um, during the week, seeing Hatari crown um, Kate Miller-Heidke with a freaking mace. Uh, they were yes like I even liked the comments from them being like we only let our drummer out to practice the rest of the time he's he's locked up in the hotel room (coughs) in true BDSM fashion yeah Um, I've also had some videos to watch of them out of character uh which I'm looking forward to looking at because so wait who won this year Netherlands Netherlands my guys the, the orange, orange boys. The orange the, boys. The Dutch. Yes. So, um... Well, yeah, it wasn't my English half. No. <laughs> oh, wait, that means Amsterdam next year. Oh. Yeah, no. Either what... Amsterdam or The Hague. It'd probably be Amsterdam. Amsterdam has a bigger stadium. The I Hague really Stadium only holds about 2K. I really mm. want to go to Amsterdam, though. Amsterdam, but I, I would suggest maybe they're going to try and make it um, so that grand final will be on 420. That way, cannabis is in yes. the air. That's what people are saying. Yes. but that's a bit too early. I mean, you know, we, just do there's it. No harm, there's For no the harm. There's no harm trying. <laughs> For the memes, dude. For the memes. Um. But yeah. Uh, well, like I did say on Twitter, mm-hmm. Kate Melhaiki said she was on a high after the finals. Next year, they could literally be high. Literal high. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be... That one's going to be a lot more fun, get some, I think, to watch. Get some Rustra rap in there. Ooh, ha- do you think Scar will make a comeback? Yes, dude, yes. Yes. Scar, Scar in Eurovision Scar 2020. Okay, Scar making a comeback be to happy. Eurovision. Yes, to Eurovision. <laughs> in Eurovision say, only. Scar's never died. I mean, you know, the, the resurgence in Eurovision. We might see that next year. Um... But yeah, any other standout acts, Nick? Um, what else have I got here? I liked Ireland. I thought Ireland I was um, Ireland, you know, so so for me. Yeah, I- Ireland wasn't great, but mm. I thought there were definitely performers there that where well, Ireland could have probably taken their spot. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. In- I like people keep on saying this and. I used to disagree, but I'm starting to agree now. Fucking, mm. they need to do something with this Big Five situation. 
Like when Germany and the UK are just putting out shit after shit. I, last year the UK was okay. Yeah. But when Germany and the UK are just doing shit after shit and, I mean, Spain was fun this year. Spain was okay. Yeah, Spain's been okay for a Spain's while. Italy's starting to make a comeback. France has always France sort is, of been like... France is hit and miss. Yeah. This year was, I think, a miss. Last year was better in well, terms I of think it, song. I think it was... Like, Mercy was a really decent song and was catchy. Mm-mm-mm. And I th- and then they tried to double down on that. Yeah. So, the French song was actually written by the, the people last year's act. The artist, yeah. yeah. With, with assistance from their, the performer this year who is gender non-conforming, but uses male pronouns, which mm. you, do, you do what you want. But yeah? Yeah. Mm. Um... I was also impressed by the deaf uh, the deaf dancer. I oh mean, yes, at Eurovision it'd be loud as fuck. But yeah. like, to learn to dance and being deaf would be hella difficult. Mm. Mm. And yeah. Eurovision overcame the, oh not not obesity, the fat shaming situation a couple of years ago with mm. Serbia. Mm. Brandon will be disappointed there aren't as many pretty boys this year. Yeah, it was a disappointing situation for. The first. Um, yeah. You know, I, I guess aside from we had, I don't know if you, well, yeah, maybe some people, John Lundvik, Swedish, then you've got Budget Rami Yeah, Malik. when I saw him, I was like, pretty sure Josh and Brandon might have a bit of thirst here. No. Not sure uh, if that was true. No. Um, it'd uh, be, it'd be the, um, Azerbaijan entry, probably. I did not yeah, like, I, I did not like Budget be honest, Rami Malik from Switzerland. I thought he was fun. Yeah. But, like, not in an attractive way. What are they going to say? Oh, yeah. With Azerbaijan, I was just pre-o- preoccupied thinking about how much those robot arms cost <laughs> and hoping that they rented them instead of actually buying them. Oh, I'm sure they rented them. They probably because took it out from some car factory somewhere. <laughs> they're, hella, they're hella expensive, those oh, robot arms. Oh, yes. Also, if they fuck up, they will kill you. Mm. But... Mm. But yeah, there was a severe lack of thirst people this year. Um, but you know, oh, another act I thought was hell disappointing, Belgium. When it, you mean? I thought his his song was decent. Uh the song was decent. He was kind of shit. I think the translation between the video that they put out and then the live version might have fucked it up. Yeah. Mm. Uh. I just, like, I'm always down for Belgium. Like, Belgium do fun stuff that doesn't... Like, it's never anything spectacular. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm, with Belgium, I'm usually like, yeah, I want them to win, but I know that they won't. <laughs> uh-huh. They're like, you just, want so, to, you just want them to be there for the final, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, you're there, <clears throat> you're fun. I want to see you perform twice. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of my general sentiment as well with um, definitely Poland. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some acts deserve to on- be seen twice. What were your thoughts on the postcards? Post, uh, weird. In like My- I, en- I enjoyed last year's postcards, like in terms of um, you know making that impression of discovery and whatnot. This one was just like, um, let you know, put the random five dancers in and then they all do something. Um, yeah. My biggest qualm was the postcards not matching the performance. So you'd have a really fun postcard and then like a oh, yeah, really and, and dour then a really or moody. slow. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't match. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I like I really liked who, who was it? The the postcard of the woman dancing in the river. Oh god, I don't even remember. Who was that? Oh. In, her dress got wet. That's why I noticed it. Cause I'm like, uh. that's got to be a pain in the ass dancing in a wet dress. Mm-hmm. It was a really fun postcard, and then the song was just like, yeah. oh, oh, it was um, Azerbaijan, uh, not Azerbaijan. You have Albania. any last thoughts before we wrap up, Nick? My last thoughts: happy for Eurovision to be over. It was a tiresome <laughs> event. Well, thank God it's no longer going to be in Israel. Yeah, in a place where there is absolutely no controversy. For now, we I don't know what's going to happen. Of, yeah. <laughs> You know, the yeah. Dutch never do anything. That is that is true. That is true. Uh, the controversy is going to be too much pickled herring and everyone, or too much cannabis, too much smoked eel, Between and the entire stadium smells like smoked eel. <laughs> smoked eel or smoked something else? If you know what I mean. Smoked it could everything. Be both. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, but anyway, we should start getting wrapped up, and we're going to do recommendations. So, recommendations, if you have not listened to us in the last two seasons, are something that we're introducing now in the outros, where we just recommend anything, like a movie, TV show, song, podcast, person that you follow on Instagram or other social media. Yeah. Um, Scram? Hmm? Did I just hear that? Did you say on Scram? No, I said Instagram. No, Instagram. Oh. You, oh my, my friend, need I'm some really sleep. Tired. So I'm gonna, oh so I'm gonna start with you first, Bin. Um, ah, there's so much, so much to recommend. Um, I've been um listening to a podcast called Dissect, um, which is just a, like a music podcast that goes in depth with certain albums, and each episode is an in-depth analysis of a song of that album. Um, I think the first first three seasons are. Uh, to pimp, to pimp a butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, um, my dark my twisted dark fantasy by Ka- by Kanye, um, I can't remember what the third one is. Sorry, oh, it's Blonde, it's Blonde by Frank Ocean, and now this season they're doing um, uh, they're doing Flower Boy by by uh, uh, Tyler the Creator, and I'm in love with it because it's you know an amazing album and an amazing podcast. Mm, okay, cool. And where can people find you? They can find me on the Twitter sphere at Bins in the Air. Sweet. Nick, what's your recommendation this week? Oh, I'm trying to decide between two. I might okay. just. Uh, I'll, I'll save one for later. Yes. I'm going. Okay. So, for Christmas this year, I had I got the Le- the Lego Saturn V rocket. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, it's a meter long <laughs> Lego rocket. Meter. And oh, my God. I've dropped it once and had to rebuild one of the parts of it. Oh, my God. Took me about. Took me about ten to thirty minutes because the bits kind of stuck together quite well. Uh-huh. But Lego hasn't officially announced it yet, I don't think. But it has been leaked in that the summer city, yeah, summer city sets are going to all be space themed. So there's going to be Ooh. like a space station and other little rockets. And I'm keen to just grab them all and spend like five hundred dollars on Lego and have all Jesus like God. a space a space thing. So mm-hmm. I'm reco- it's not really a recommend. It's not really a recommend. Just me being excited I mean, you know, for space Lego. If you, like, if you like space if you stuff, like Lego, there's heaps of space Lego. And if you like Lego, there's another collection ready for you in coming out in a few months. But yeah, um, socials. My socials are I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Lankroon. 
Sweet. This week, I think I'm going to recommend, um, it's something that you can find on Netflix. It's called Champion. So it's, it's an old series. It's only, they've only ever made one series. I believe they cancelled. This was Mindy Kalig's sort of venture into like producing and, um, writing content. So yeah, it's on Netflix. It's, it's fun. Um, I enjoyed it. So go find that. You can find me basically everywhere as Abang Pinoy, A-B-A-N-G-P-I-N-O-Y. And, um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram as Great Mates Podcast. Go listen to us basically everywhere you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, tune in. And also have a listen to our other two podcasts, uh, Spoilers for Days. And let's get deeper our spoiler cast and interview um, podcast channels as well. Uh, anywhere. Um, so, yeah, we'll be dropping more spoiler cast and interview content there in a few months. So keep your ears peeled for those. And go leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. And maybe let us know which act was your favorite from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. And yeah, that's going to be it. A quick reminder that in a few weeks, we'll be celebrating our second anniversary and 100th episode. So um, get ready for that. It will be a clusterfuck as always. Uh, So yeah, that's going to be it for us this week. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.